Hi, I'm Morgan Eikenseer, the tech and healthcare reporter for the Baltimore Business Journal, and welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Pivot. My guests on the podcast this month are David and Laura Alima, the owners of The Charmery, an ice cream company known for its quirky and often Baltimore-inspired flavors. The Charmery first opened in a shop in Hamden in 2013 and has been growing ever since. It took David and Laura about 10 years to realize their dream of being ice cream business owners, and now six years in, they've grown to have four locations across Towson and Baltimore, including a production factory based in the Union Collective space and a yet-to-open shop in Federal Hill. In this episode of The Pivot, I talk with David and Laura about how the Charmery got started, how it's growing, and how they come up with their oddest flavors. So let's get into it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check out previous episodes of The Pivot on SoundCloud. I'm here with David and Laura Alima, the owners of The Charmery, a local ice cream store that is plotting their fourth location now. Um, so I want to go back further than the Hamden location. Tell me how you guys got into this. How did you decide to make ice cream your business? Sure. Well, Laura um, grew up wanting to own her own business. She went to um, school at hotel restaurant management, uh, built her whole career up in hospitality. And I was kind of forging out a career in marketing that I hated. And uh, <laughs> at the same time, uh, Lara gave me a, a little homemade Cuisinart ice cream maker. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with the process of making ice cream. Um, and because of that, every time we traveled anywhere in the world, we would seek out the best ice cream shops. And we sort of secretly found out that like it's like the hidden place that the community gathers mm-hmm. like more than like bars more than like like when you go to a great ice cream shop it should have like the entire community there getting ice cream and when we moved back to Baltimore um, we just we just wanted to fill that that niche niche thank you you're welcome <laughs> and um, yeah and so Laura with her expertise started putting together a business plan and I started taking ice cream making real seriously I staged at, <laughs> at a shop in North Carolina called The Parlor. I um, took some classes and really w- learned how to take what I was doing at home onto a production yeah. level. Mm-hmm. People still talk to us about the ice creams that David created in those early days, you know, like how cool it was to go <laughs> taste those early uh, creations. You talked about this a little bit, but what were you both doing before this and how did you decide to stop doing that and really like go forward with the charmery well I was doing uh, working in restaurants and then doing you know event planning or like event marketing um, activities and uh, David had been like different places doing marketing Um, and I think there's always kind of like when you have this dream of owning your own business sometimes it's really hard to figure out when to make that leap and we definitely had a catalyst. We tried to open up. Um, there was a business for sale that kind of was this, tur- yeah, a diner, and it had this ice cream components. We we're like, oh great, it was a turnkey business, um, and it didn't work out. You know, we had to we had a few times of of trying to purchase it, but it didn't work out. But we had gone so far down the um, the business line, I guess, to make it happen, that it was easier for us to transition to just opening the Charmery as we, you know, envisioned it. And what 
brought you to Hamden? Tell me about opening that first shop. Yeah, I mean, um, Hamden is such an awesome neighborhood. If you like to think about what Hamden is, there it's ninety nine percent independent businesses. It's shopping. They have like my, at least my favorite like retail shops. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite restaurants. All these things. It's it's just such an, an incredibly um, special neighborhood in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and um, I really we really wanted to go into Hamden and yeah. And David had spent like his family um, always was in Hamden. So like even though he grew up in Baltimore County, I feel like the city neighborhood that they always um, went to to go to restaurants or to yeah. shop in was always the Hamden community. So I think we were really familiar with the neighborhood, but didn't quite realize how special it was until we were part of the business community and you know all the shop owners just having so much investment mm-hmm. in their um, in their business is really what makes the community so strong. And how long did it take from, you know, deciding to start this business to actually opening up that shop? What were some of the, the biggest years? challenges? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I mean, the challenge, challenge number one is um, we don't come from uh, money. So figuring right. out the money component was incredibly difficult and incredible. Like, there were no guidelines really on like, oh, you want to open? I mean, maybe there are, but we couldn't find them. Like, you want to open your own business. You don't have any money. How do you, where do you start? We got extremely lucky in that we, um, Laura found this banker that was on a panel um, and just went up to her and started a relationship. And, you know, it sounds so old fashioned Mm -hmm. to think about like a banker, (laughs) a banker client relationship. But um, our banker, she really, um, she. You need a shout out for Tanya at M&T. Tanya at (laughs) M&T. Yeah. She led us the, like, she handheld us the entire process and mm-hmm. when they came back and were undecided about how you know giving a loan to a, a first-time food business is a really hard ask mm-hmm. but Tanya really believed in our process and there were a couple people along the way including you know both of our families were incredibly supportive um, with like the the idea you know helping us get to this point right. so we know the Charmery for its kind of uncommon, quirky flavors. I w- was hoping you could talk a little bit about the process of deciding what your flavors are going to be, how you develop the flavors that you're going to sell in the in the shop. You want me to answer this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in production work. Like, what the the thing that has made this work? Laura and I are husband and wife, and yeah. the thing that um, really makes it work is we have very like clear responsibilities. Um, I'm in production world, and um, I love thinking about flavors. I'm obsessed with dessert. I'm obsessed with um, what flavors can work together and how to put it all in ice cream. I think about flavors all the time. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's. I never could imagine that this would be like what my life is, and that this is, like, it's the best job I could have ever dreamed of for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I try to take it really seriously. I order a lot of desserts. <laughs> Which is really amazing when you go to restaurants and you're like, oh, like I'm, we so have full. Dessert? I'm so full. I'm so full. Everyone Me always too. wants research. dessert. It's only Gotta when you're dessert. trying to be responsible that you might, you know, waver on that decision. But everyone secretly always wants dessert. And for us, like I Baltimore has such a awesome pastry chef community and like mm. dessert 
desserty airs. Yeah, sure. Desserty air. <laughs> that um, you know, there's restaurants I go to where I'm constantly like inspired by like the different flavors they'll put together. And That's your process. And I read a lot of cookbooks. Mm-hmm. We have all dessert cookbooks. And so you touched on this as well. You guys are husband and wife. Does that ever get difficult? I think a lot of people would probably find it hard to work with a spouse. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, the answer is yes, and then the answer is no as well. I mean, I think that because we share the same goals, um, it's made our relationship even stronger than when we worked in different businesses. You know, we we share a lot of similarities with that. Um, And then we also need to be, I guess thoughtful is a good way to say it, thoughtful about when we're in the shops and in meetings to not be husband wife, you know, Mm -hmm. as we're having discussions about the business. Um, and then also when we're outside the shop that we're, you know, put like the breaks that the first thing we talk about in the morning isn't the schedule or business mm-hmm. or things but I like think, that. I think it's been, what's been really great is that I get to see how talented and what great she is for our business. And um, hopefully she would say the same. But like getting to spend time with her in a way that where I'm like constantly impressed and amazed by her abilities is is great when, you know... Just to have that, there's, I, I think more than husband and wife team is, uh, we were doing awesome, and then the kids, we, now we have two kids, mm-hmm. a um, two-year-old and a five-year-old, mm-hmm. and that that becomes the hard, then all of a sudden things get hard. A little bit, <laughs> yeah, but we have an amazing village, and you know, I also think, you know, David's been in places where he was talking about, you know, being in marketing, but not necessarily, you know, super loving that space. And it's great because he's such a talented marketeer. Um, I think you see that a lot with, you know, with the social and um, also even like the flavors and how we represent the flavors so people know about it. Um, it's been great to see him be so passionate about something that that continues to evolve. And do you have like a favorite flavor that you've done or is there a flavor that you have in mind that you haven't gotten to do yet? Ooh. We just every um, every we just had our production meeting. We always kind of talk about future flavors. There's one I'm excited about, but I think I'm the only one on the entire uh, team that's excited about it. Should I tell them? <laughs> I guess so. I don't even know. What Popeye. Oh, Popeye. I want to do a Popeye flavor that's going to be spinach and olive oil. Interesting. Okay. And it's going to be delicious. <laughs> I'll make sure of it. I mean, I'll some hot fudge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know, like I any mean, flavor that pairs well with hot fudge. I'm good to go. Yeah, for us, the goal isn't that everyone's going to love or want a scoop of every single mm-hmm. flavor. Like, mm-hmm. we want to challenge the the conception of what ice cream is. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds so uh, lo- lofty. Dessertier. <laughs> yeah, dessertier. <laughs> we want to challenge. No, but you know, I mean, our goal is that like like we want someone to like approach the cabin and be like, you know what? I gotta try that, and then they taste it, and they go, "I don't know why that works, but it kind of yeah. works." Yeah, I can confirm that that happens for sure. I bring a lot of people to the Charmery right. who are visiting Baltimore, yeah. and they're like, "These flavors are weird," and I'm like, "Just give it a shot," and yeah. people really are well, surprised. Yeah, I think that people, some of them are really tasty. Exactly. I think a great um, example of that is uh, he does a cheese and crackers flavor, mm-hmm. and that is something that people always taste and then end up getting a scoop of. You know, like I gotta taste this. What is this? Um, I think that's the best example of that. 
but it's also mark flavor. Yeah. And it's also why we always have seven always flavors. We have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a category of always flavors, and that's like like our take, but really kind of like baseline mint chip. If you want a mint chip, I want to make a great mint chip. If you mm-hmm. want vanilla. I want to have a great vanilla. Like, yeah. I don't want people to come in and be like... It's like I, elevated familiar flavors. You right. know, like our chocolate, you know, the production team makes their own chocolate base, you know, and that's how they create the chocolate flavor. And it's a great telltale. <laughs> a great telltale, a telltale chocolate. chocolate, yeah. Yeah. So you guys are working on your fourth location now in Federal Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how did you decide to expand initially, and then did you think that the business was going to grow this much to where you are now? David and I always, I would say, struggled's the wrong word, but always talked about whether we were going to, you know, stay in a in a like highly successful Hamden shop or grow. And David was talking about this the other day. It's like we always left ourselves open to the possibilities of new possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. So um, David is really great about always going and, and um, going to the places that want to show us mm-hmm. new spaces, right? Well, maybe, you know, maybe it would work out. And uh, it was really when the opportunity for the Union Collective, when when the, um, the guys from Union Craft came to us and said, we have this idea. Mm-hmm. I, I think we were one of the first if not the first business that said, yes, like, we'll be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just landed it, you know, that was building the ice cream factory. And from there, the idea is that we can. Yeah, we went from having um, a a tiny, tiny walk-in closet, basically space to make ice cream, to an actual production kitchen. Mm -hmm. And that really enabled us to open, to say yes to different ideas. Mm -hmm. We actually looked at this Fed Hill space about two years ago. And we just, I just couldn't figure out how to do it out of Hamden. I couldn't pre-factory. figure out. Prefactory, yeah. Right, prefactory. Couldn't figure out how to do it out of Hamden. We didn't have the infrastructure. Right, there wasn't the infrastructure built. So we knew that if we were to open the Union Collective, it meant that we could say yes to opportunities that came our way. Mm-hmm. So that was, so when this space became available again, we were just like, well, of course, let's do it. Yeah. And I, I love Fed Hill. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a great location, yeah, I you think know, right a, across from Cross Street Market. So it's a classic Baltimore neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is like, like it's like, like there are these neighborhoods that are just so classically Baltimore to me, and Fed Hill is one of them. And I, I'm happy to be there and happy to be represented there. And it's cool for us. Like it's a much smaller space than we're used to, um, but it's interesting for us to kind of take that like space and make it the charmery, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to having these like. Um, I wouldn't say any of our spaces are cookie cutter, but like that idea where you have like people come in and they order from it, you know, order from the dipping cabinet and then they go sit down and eat their ice cream. It's cool for us to like plug the charmery into such a, um, a different location than what we're used to. Yeah, so tell us about like what that space is going to look like because it is much smaller than your other spaces. It's tiny. <laughs> it's about 600 square feet. It's We're still figuring out whether it's going to be just a walk-up window or there will also be a ability to walk in. Even if you walk in, there's not gonna be much space for sit, there will probably be no seats. Um, the What takes up a lot of space for us is freezers, right? So we have to have a lot of freezers in the space so that we can make sure that we have enough ice cream. And when you start, we actually did like cardboard cutouts of the footprints of them and you start laying them around and you're just like, oh my, this tiny it's little so space. <laughs> yeah. Plugs. It's filling up, yeah. <laughs> um, 
but it will be great. I mean, we have an amazing team that, you know, his production team, and we have a gr great scoop team, and it's just, it's going to still be the charmery, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever it looks like. And you guys incorporate a lot of Baltimore into mm -hmm. your business as well. How, how did you decide that that was something you wanted to do? It's like, when, you know, when we walked into the, I remember we, we took a trip to New Orleans that was really important and special to us and like what we went it was like when we were kind of working on the business plan mm -hmm. and they have a place there called the Creole Creamery and when we went in there I was like this is just so New Orleans like like this encapsulates what this like this is what the city is it's managed to take the feel of the city the the flavors represent the city and I knew that that's something I wanted to do I wanted to be i proud to be uh, a Maryland Baltimore mm -hmm. you know native and I want our flavors to be Baltimore specific and I want inside jokes that Baltimore people will get but still <laughs> like broad enough and I think one of the most fulfilling things is like creating a kind of way that we can like partner you know partnering with Otterbein cookies is like a, a natural easy thing to do mm -hmm. like that's like of course great cookies put them in ice cream it's wonderful mm -hmm. but some of the other like um collaboration events that we've done have been so um rewarding and fun we did one with um tt the artist mm -hmm. dan deacon um different chefs like like we did a we haven't done it in the, since we moved to the factory but we did a guest chef sunday mm -hmm. and the amount of like a love that like the best chefs in the city were giving us and be like yeah I'll come back down and make a Sunday with you it was and like hanging out for a few hours hanging out for a yeah. few hours it was so fun and we have some really fun ones coming up we have one we're working on with them do you know Devin Allen the photographer he's a really um, talented photographer mm -hmm. and uh, we're doing we're like so how do you take a, a photographer and make flavors with them, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like that's the fun thing that's like the most fun yeah. that we have but that's what's so amazing about ice cream is it's universal you know I mean it's and so I think everyone has their their love and connection with ice cream um, and it's made it easy to transition to those kind of non-specific things. After Fed Hill is there going to be more charmeries are we going to see you guys expand more or are you still thinking about it? We'll always look at a space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh I mean I always want the ability to say yes mm -hmm. if, if the right opportunity comes our way. Um, I love ice cream and I love that ice cream brings people together and I love the that the more shops we have the more people we can hire um, all this like plays into it um, I, I love being a great business for people to work and get jobs and you know it's all of it is important to us and um, so yes so yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she says yes <laughs> I say we'll see yeah and so we've seen a lot of kind of fluctuation in the local food industry, especially mm -hmm. in the past couple of years, a lot of closings of some beloved restaurants, but a lot of cool openings as well. Does that worry you at all? Like some of the closings or no, is I mean, it just kind of the ebb and flow? It's the food. I mean, it's the restaurant business. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is a, the food business is volatile. And to me, if a business has been around for, for five years, six years, like that's, that's, an, that's a huge feat. Right, I think sometimes we have the tendency to look negatively and be like, "Oh, they closed." You know, a lot of closing. I, you said a lot of openings too, and mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. There have been some incredible restaurants that have opened recently. Incredible. Like, yeah, oh. I, I also think that you know, from a 
ice cream, although it's in the food business, is different. Um, yeah, is like a different category, so to speak. Uh, in, we there's a National Ice Cream Retailers Association. <laughs> um, but you see so many like family businesses that are on like their fourth generation of owners in the ice cream business. So. Um, I, I think there's a longevity there with the ice cream business that we hope to. But I, I see. feel <laughs> just as a as a whole, I feel like the Baltimore food restaurant yeah. scene so is thriving. I yeah. think there are so many talented people in the city. I love what the city is doing. I love the the different options that we have, and yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, what do you hope the legacy of Charmery is in Baltimore? Like, when people think about the Charmery, what do you hope it conjures for them? I don't know, just the love of the city, you know, something for people to be proud of, you know, where, um, you know, as we continue to grow, uh, the Charmery will always be, like, based here in Baltimore. I think Hamden will always have that, like, special, you know, something, you know. Mm-hmm. that It definitely has a special place in our hearts, but I think... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, think, yeah. The, I think the legacy is that, like, seeing like I mean we've been open six years now so we've seen little babies that had their first scoop with us now six years old Mm -hmm. it's it's really a special like ice cream memories are like the best memories like (laughs) right those are like like the best like you know and we just want to you know between different events we did this year we did our um we moved we had an event that we always had at hand and called the kitty scoop ball drop and it's on new year's and it's an 8 p.m ball drop and we had it at Hamden for for a while, and we kind of had to scale it back because it was getting a little too out of hand on the Taking corner there. Taking up the uh, entire street. <laughs> and we did it this year, and we were we just didn't know what the the expectation was. Yeah, the response would be moving it down and to the factory. It was like a really special night, and it was so busy. Mm-hmm. And like those are the things like I want to be of service to this Baltimore to our community, right. whatever what not just Baltimore, whatever neighborhood we're mm-hmm. in, we're in you know, Stonely right now, and I want to be of service to that neighborhood, and, like, I, I want to be what that neighborhood wants to be. And, mm, and so, have it be special. Like, yeah. each place be a community gathering, like, you know, David was saying at the beginning, but, yeah, it is it is incredible to, I, I think even before we opened, when we were talking about the vision of what the Charmery was, like, that feeling, is that, you know, people would come in that had their, like, memory of their first ice cream and could... Could, uh, like get a sense of that with being at the Charmery and then for those like babies that we've seen grow up mm-hmm. that like that is their memory when they move you know outside of Baltimore and they make that connection with the other ice cream shop they're going to look back on the Charmery as those those ice cream memories well thank you guys so much for talking with me today I really appreciate it it was, it. It was awesome <laughs> thank you so much we love much. talking ice yeah. cream <laughs>